Previously, previously, previously. On WIA National News. For Steve Miller, a trip to his local high street is a living hell that makes him sick, dizzy and confused. Pubs make him feel the same. He can't use trains, airports, hotels without experiencing head-banging agony. But Steve doesn't suffer from some strange phobia. He's allergic to Wi-Fi. If I fancy a pint, I have to travel three miles to the only pub in my area that doesn't have it. I just can't go to the shops because huge parts of the street affect me. Checking the EMR compliance level of your station is very important, but is easy to do. Information on how to perform the EMR compliance check, along with the EMR calculator, is in the technical reference section of the WIA website, accessible under the four members drop-down menu. So, please check your EMR compliance. It's easy, and most stations should find that they comply with the regulations without having to make any station modifications. The WIA is very concerned at the apparent large drop in numbers of people passing through the exam service since the change of provider. The WIA requests that the ACMA investigate this matter and we are prepared to work with them on developing solutions to this problem. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au Back to the future. Seatbelts on, I'm Graham VK4BB. A lot to get through today, so buckle up. We will have Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, the new editor of AR Magazine, join us. We'll also have WIA directors Oscar and Peter. This is WIA Secretary Peter, VK8ZZ, with more detail on the WIA AGM. The annual general meeting of the Wireless Institute will be held next weekend on Saturday the 25th of July, commencing at 10am Eastern Standard Time. Due to the extreme COVID-19 lockdown restrictions in Victoria, attendance in person will not be possible. It will be a virtual AGM. The Australian Securities and Investments Commission has agreed that because of COVID-19, virtual annual general meetings may be held. ASIC has issued guidelines on how to conduct such meetings. To vote at the 2020 AGM, members should submit a proxy form which will also facilitate voting preferences on the proposed AGM motions. All current financial members will have already received an agenda and a proxy form via post or email. Proxy voting forms are also available on the WIA webpage. A link is available in the text version of this broadcast. Please ensure that the proxy forms are received by the National Office before 10am Eastern this Friday morning. If you wish to watch the virtual WIA AGM, it will be streamed live on the day. Individuals who wish to watch the proceedings live will need to register. The annual general meeting will also be recorded and available on the WIA website for later viewing. The agenda, minutes of the 2019 AGM and the audited financial reports are available for members to download on the WIA website. Members must register to attend the virtual AGM. Directors will attend the virtual AGM by a video conferencing link. 
As has been the case in previous annual general meetings, there will be an opportunity for members who are registered for the AGM to ask questions of the board. These questions will be read out and answered during the other business section of the meeting. Details regarding the submission of questions will be provided to members who register to attend. Registrations are now open and a link has been published on the WIA News webpage as well as in the text version of this broadcast. This has been WIA Secretary Peter, VK8ZZ. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, with some welcome news about what's happening with Amateur Radio magazine. Well, first of all, the magazine is being produced still. I have been appointed as Editor-in-Chief by the Board of the WIA, as some of you may already know. This came after I stepped up recently to volunteer my help. As I have a background over many years as editor of popular Australian electronics magazines, including Electronics Today International and Australian Electronics Monthly, many of your listeners will remember them, the board felt that my expertise and experience was appropriate. Before that, I practised at being an editor, producing a newsletter for VHF UHF Amateur Radio called Six Up, which some of you listeners may recall. As we all know, issue number two of AR Magazine for 2020 has been delayed, be that as it may. I'm here now, and it's my job to get things back on track, developing a new schedule so that all six issues of the magazine will be published this year, notwithstanding COVID-19 lockdowns in various key places. The new Publications Committee has had two online meetings up to now and we've all gotten to know one another, or at least know each other a little better. Fortunately, the committee has a mix of some members continuing from the past and some new people. As a group, there is a range of experience and expertise that can be brought out to tackle various components of the job at hand. I found the meetings to be friendly and collegiate, with members eager to get on with the job in front of us. My long experience reminds me that every publication management system is different in one way or another. I'm working with President Greg Kelly, VK2GPK, who, last year, took on the central task of producing AR Mag, the Herculean central task, I might add, as it's no job for the uninitiated. There are always a thousand and one decisions to be resolved, each with an impact on many others, and every issue is different in large and small ways. So, let me pay tribute to all those who have strived to date to maintain the momentum of AR production, especially under the uncertain circumstances prevailing over the recent past. Blame for this situation cannot and should not be heaped on anyone or any group, as many disparate forces have produced it. Time to wipe clean the slate and start from Tours. This has been AR Magazine Editor-in-Chief Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA News. On the education scene, SARC Amateur Radio Exams. Trent Sampson has let it be known that the next exam session at the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club will be held August 27 at 6pm. Now, the club rooms are at 85 Godfrey's Road, Bly Bly, And it goes without saying that the then-current COVID-19 restrictions will apply. If you have any other questions, email Trent, 
VK4TS at wia.org.au. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet, streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate, Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the Wireless Institute of Australia. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. The June newsletter of the International Amateur Radio Union Region 1 Monitoring System reports that what's being called the Russian-Ukrainian radio war continues apace. The Russian-Ukrainian radio war remained on a high escalation level also in June, IARUMS Region 1 coordinator Peter Joss said. Almost every day we heard the massive, spiteful and provocative broadcasts. In June they used more frequencies than before, affecting our bands very hard. It's a great annoyance and a big shame. In May, Jost reported that the radio war had raged for years at 7055 kHz lower sideband, as well as on 7050 or 7060 kHz. Jost also reported continued daily transmissions from the Russian over-the-horizon radar, known as container, in the 40 and 20 metre amateur bands and elsewhere. The Chinese V has been reported on 20 metres from 14.246 to 14.256 kilohertz. News from India now. Economic Times reports India's technology hub Bengaluru is tapping into a strong community of amateur radio users to help tackle the spread of COVID-19. The city, which has seen an average of 1,000 positive cases of COVID-19 infections over the last few days, went into a one-week lockdown on Tuesday. 350 hams spread across Bengaluru are acting as volunteers with the city's home quarantine squad, a government-formed team that looks at ensuring infected people are quarantined. To Europe now, news from Germany. The number of hamnet links continues to increase. In 2017, holders of Germany's lowest level of amateur radio licence, the Class E, were given access to the 2320 to 2450 MHz and 5650 to 5850 MHz zone. Since, the number of Hamnet data links has grown significantly. But what is Hamnet? Hamnet, high-speed amateur radio multimedia network, is an autonomous network based on wireless devices. It covers many regions in Europe and is even now growing fast beyond its European border. Hamnet is using international coordinated IP address space from the AMPR net and autonomous system numbers to interconnect active regions by external border gateway protocol routing. In France, news of an old QSL card collection. John Michel Foxtrot 6 Alpha Juliet Alpha wants to remind everyone to visit the Les Nouvelles DX webpage to see more than 18,000 old QSL cards in several different albums and galleries. The site contains the 10 most wanted DXCC entities from 2009 to 2018 with more than 600 QSLs. At least one card for each of the 62 deleted DXCC countries with more than 2,000 QSLs. News from the United Kingdom monitoring compliance with the EU net neutrality regulation. 
Ofcom has published its annual report into the European Commission on Monitoring Open Internet Access, also known as net neutrality. Under these rules, broadband providers must treat all internet traffic on their networks equally and must not give preferential treatment to certain sites or services. The UK's monitoring workers identified that the UK's broadband and mobile networks coped during the first months of the peak of the COVID-19 pandemic, ensuring that people stayed connected. Although the UK has left the European Union, Ofcom is still obliged under UK law to produce an annual report on UK net neutrality rules and so will continue to monitor compliance and publish findings in this area. And wrapping up this week's international news, from Brazil, Brazil's National Amateur Radio Society, Labre, has released a report by Ricardo Benedito, Papa Uniform 2, Romeo Kilo Alpha, that uses Anatel's open data to provide an analysis of radio amateurs by class and state. Brazil has a population of 212 million, and last year there were just less than 40,000 radio amateurs. Brazil has three classes of amateur radio licence. Class C permits 100 watts output. It requires 14 correct answers in each of a 20-question operating theory exam paper and a 20-question rules and regs paper. Class B permits 1,000 watts output. It requires a 10 correct answer, 50% pass in a 20-question basic knowledge of electronics and electricity exam paper and a 5-word per minute Morse receiving test. Class A permits 1,000 watts output on all bands, 200 watts on 10 megahertz, and requires a 70% pass in the 20-question basic electronics and electricity exam paper and a 5-word-per-minute more sending and receiving test. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1WIA. This is Oscar Vicky 3TX, IRIU contest. Last weekend, during the 2020 IRIU contest, headquarters station call sign Vicky 3WIA was on air operated by Director Lee, Vicky 3GK on SSB and CW. Initial plans were to have a multi operator event from Lee's station, but Melbourne's lockdown, which specifies no visitors, made it a single operator event. Many stations were calling and created a nice pile-up on CW to get not only the VK multiplier, but the elusive VK3WIHQ multiplier. IRU contest is fun and conditions were exceptional with 20 meters being open until after midnight and early morning Sunday into Europe. Next year, we hope to have more operators active as a team event, so if you're interested, please let us know. Ham Radio Operational News. It's a contact sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. FTA DMC anniversary activity days are still in full swing until July 31. Bearing the FTDMC or FTDM suffix, and here down under, listen for ZL6 FTDMC. RD or Ramaste contest will be August 15 16. The 40th Lara Contest will run again on the last weekend of August, that is, Saturday 29th and Sunday 30th. With more, here's Sue. Hi everyone, this is Sue, VK5AYL, Contest Manager for Alara. 
The 40th Alara contest will be held on the last weekend of August from Saturday 29th to Sunday the 30th. Starting time is 0600 UTC, finishing 24 hours later at 0559 UTC. All YLs and OMs are invited to take part and it is hoped that YLs in particular will enjoy this friendly contest. It is not necessarily about making the highest score but to enjoy a chat with those we don't normally meet on air. We would also love to hear some young and new whales joining in this year and some of the committee will be handing out numbers on HF and Echolink during the contest. This year we've seen droughts, floods, fires and a pandemic. So girls, let's make 2020 the best Alara contest ever. OCINA contest, voice from 0600 hours UTC set October 3 to 0600 hours UTC Sunday October 4. CW from 0600 hours UTC Sunday October 10 to 0600 hours UTC Sunday October 11. Now in operational news, let's look at Beacons and Net Records. First worked, all ZS2000 issued. For the past 13 years, the Worked All ZS Awards program has been dominated by Jan Botha, ZS4JAN. Since ZS500 in 2007, he has been the first to reach every level from 600 to 1,800, a level he reached last year. Now we see in ZS News, the SARL Awards Manager, ZS1J, has announced that Jan has recently applied for a WAZS 2000. He submitted proof of contacts with 2,000 different South African call signs. This total represents almost half of all licenses issued in the country. Beacons. The Reverse Beacon Network will gain 15 new nodes, thanks to the ASMI Foundation. These new nodes will be added in regions where there is a need for reception reports to support amateur radio operation, and where those reports will also have scientific value for geophysical research. ASMI was assisted as ever by supporting grants from amateur radio digital communications and by scientific advice from ham researchers. Node locations will be available after a final list of hosts is available. The Reverse Beacon Network is a project that monitors amateur radio bands by using volunteer stations to continuously and autonomously collect data on what and when stations are being received and how good the signal is. The data is then made public on the internet and this allows amateur radio operators to easily determine overall propagation conditions. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Cole, VK3GTV, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. First up, it's ATV, amateur television. Every pixel tells a story. ESA promote amateur radio in ISS slow-scan TV video. The European Space Agency has released a new video, How to Get Pictures from the International Space Station via Amateur Radio. Did you know that astronauts on the International Space Station send pictures from space to ground over amateur radio and that you yourself can get at home using your computer? ESA shows you how to get them step by step. 
The video features radio amateur David Honnes, 2E0XDO, and radio talks on YouTube. Med Ulster Amateur Radio Club talks have been made available for everyone to view on YouTube and, like our own WIA News, makes great content for your local ATV repeater. The talks include QO100 Geostationary Satellite by DOM, M0BLF, DMR, What's It All About, with John, GI4BWM, What's It Like as an Air Traffic Controller by Alistair, MI0RWY, Urban QRM, What Can I Do? A question and answer session with Tony Canning, G2NF. The MUARC YouTube channel is on the link that we like at the news you like at wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Females in Radio, Alara. The latest bulletin from Alara has some great photos and a look at recipients of the Alara Grant Scheme. This offers grants to any female applying for a foundation licence or upgrading to a standard or advanced amateur radio licence and is equal to approximately half the cost of the fees for assessment, licence and call sign, along with a complimentary membership to Alara for one year. Grant recipients include Helen, VK7FOLK, Elsa, VK6FZEB, Nolene, VK2FNNF, Lily, VK2FLIC and Alicia VK2FASH Speaking of Alicia, she's just been re-elected as secretary for the West Lakes Club. Congratulations. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Final Frontier European Space Agency Lunar Lander Following our report ESA invites proposals for Lunar Lander mission in late 2020s Also in SARC News 30th of May this year German AMSAT DL has submitted a major and comprehensive proposal to the European Space Agency for their lunar lander, LUNART, Lunar Amateur Radio Transponder, a comprehensive radio platform using the European frequency standards of 2.4 GHz up and 10 GHz down, which were pioneered in the QO100 satellite project. Lunart would include low-power beacons and while high data rates would be operated from their 20-metre diameter dish at Bochum, lower data rates would be available to more modest amateur systems. The proposal is on open access at the ESA website and is now being evaluated. More space news and NASA astronaut Chris Cassidy, KF5KDR, will join Robert Benkin to conduct a spacewalk on Tuesday, July 21st which will finish a three-and-a-half-year effort to upgrade the International Space Station's power system. Coverage will begin at 1000 UTC on NASA television and on the agency's website, and could last for up to seven hours. Chris, KF5KDR, will be designated Extravehicular Crew Member 2, wearing a suit with no stripes. This walk will be the 231st spacewalk in the history of space station assembly, maintenance and upgrades. As a global endeavour, 239 people from 19 countries have visited the unique microgravity laboratory that has hosted more than 2,800 research investigations from researchers in 108 countries and areas. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, IOTA. The RSGB Contest, July 25th and 26th. The RSGB Contest Committee said the IOTA Contest this year is exclusively for single operators using their home stations 
and only single operator fixed island stations and single operator fixed world stations will be eligible to enter. Full details of the IOTA contest, including the rules, can be obtained via the link in this version of the broadcast at wia.org.au. EU055 Active is LN1V from Stord Island, Norway, mainly on 6 metres, using digital until mid-August. The special call sign LN1V stands for Liberation Norway One Victory, is being used in celebration of the 75 years since the liberation from the five-year-long Nazi occupation in 1945 after World War II. QSL via LA4LN. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Military. In the US, members of the Military Auxiliary Radio System, or MARS, will conduct an HF skills exercise July 20-24 to hone their operating skills and message handling capabilities. Mars members will be reaching out to the amateur radio community on 60 metres, 5330.5 kilohertz, twice a day, the Saturn HF net, 14.265 megahertz, and by contacting various stations via HF link throughout the exercise. This exercise will be announced via WWV at 0010 and via WWVH at 0050, UTC of course, starting on or about July 13. WWV and WWVH listeners will be asked to take an online listener survey. Special Interest Group's SDR, Software Defined Radio Academy, goes virtual. Well, they say every cloud has a silver lining, and it's hard to find one positive amongst all the bad news about coronavirus, but it's pushed more conferences and events to allow online participation, either live or after the fact. A case in point, the Software Defined Radio Academy's annual event is all on a YouTube channel, so you can attend virtually. The keynote, along with some very technical talks about techniques ranging from FPGAs to spectrum monitoring and spectral correlation density. There are some older videos on the channel too, including some GNU radio material. It's remarkable how Software Defined Radio has transformed from an exotic technology to the commonplace. And if you like these tech-heavy presentations, you might also enjoy the free book. No matter what your budget, if you want the pick of cheap SDRs, there've been reviews, not to mention reviews of the higher-end devices as well. And you can read more on Hackaday. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Yota, Youngsters on the Air. Don't forget we, in the Tasman bubble, have a Yota group. Contact details are in the news that you can trust. Visit our text edition at wia.org.au. Based in New Zealand, membership is open, so feel free to join if you're in our younger age group or can offer mentoring and support to younger people on the air. I'm Cole, VK3GTV, and I'll leave you with some breaking news. With the details, here's WIA National News Editor Graham, VK4BB. Thanks, Cole. It's news of the International Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend, Kevin, VK2CE, says registrations for this year's popular event have not been diminished by the global pandemic. The dates for this year's event were moved to a week later than normal, so to keep 15th of August clear for those wanting to commemorate the 75th anniversary of Victory in the Pacific. With some five weeks to go to August 22, 222 entries have been received, which, if 
experience in the past as an indicator should result in around 400 at start time. New to the event this year is Corsica at Fair de Listro, which carries the French number of FR0030. Also, two lighthouses from Ghana, which is a new country. Buck Island Light in the US Virgin Islands is listed for the second year in succession, activated by KP2AD with the number VI0001. Germany is in the lead with 54 entries, Australia 29. Please take care and observe your local COVID safe instructions during the event, as Kevin would really like to see you back next year. Next year's event, 22-23 of August. Also, I would suggest you go and read on the News You Like website, www.wia.org.au, the full text of the International Lighthouse Lightship Weekend story provided by Kevin, VK2CE. And when you're there, read the social scene for 2020 and 2021. But there is one important thing I do need to tell you about, and then I'm out of here. Now, listeners, this is important. Send in the WIA proxy voting form to be at the WIA office before 10 a.m. next Friday. Till then, I'm Graham VK4 Baker Baker. Walk softly. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au From Australia, this has been VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.